Rogish in the swamp. Bama back to Milroy at QB and Rocky Mountain rivalry delivers. That's all coming up next on Southern Roots Football Show from Southern Roots Radio, live from Society. By the way, the name of the show, Southern Roots Football Show. On Southern Roots Radio, right? On Southern Roots Radio. Hugh Freeze is dancing on the sideline. At Auburn. Okay. All right. Looking like Elvis. (laughs) What the hell? I kept saying, do what we do. Do what we do. Do what we do. No, I get on my O-line forums and stuff on Twitter. Did you you hear that, Cord? His O-line forums. I didn't know those existed. Wait, is that where you're seeing all these pictures of uh, the belly and the maple syrup? No, I deleted that. No, that's a completely different Yeah. I ran up on that one before, too. Hey, I. I don't know what you're looking at, Jay. <laughs> I'm looking at a beautiful audience here at Society on the downtown square in Lawrenceburg. Welcome in Southern Roots Football Show, our weekly Wednesday visit as we get ready for week four. Jack playing alongside uh, former Tennessee Vol Wes Brown, former Denver Bronco, former hey. UT Martin Skyhawk, Mr. Charles Sweeten. Mr. Trevor McAnally, the coach, one of the coaches. Former Wildcat. Former Wildcat. <laughs> you, you played some uh, intramural, though, at, at middle, didn't you? Did, you? did you play flag? I did not. We you were didn't? shitting on Trevor early. Like, what? <laughs> Sorry, I was trying. I was trying. Wow. 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 Gotta be bullied all the time. Well, hang on. Yeah. Let me get cord. Yep. And well, the slap dick. Oh, there Cajun, Cajun. Cajun. Cord Cole. Cord Cole from Baton Rouge. The man. Be called a slap dick. Yeah. Cajun. All right. <laughs> what about both? <laughs> I've been called worse. <laughs> Probably Saturday. Oh, man. Yeah, there's a Love you, Cord. Hey, uh, w- welcome in, guys. Um, uh, happy week four. And uh, a little bit better slate, at least, coming up. We had some interesting games. The slate wasn't that fantastic last week, but we got some really good ones coming up. We'll talk about all of that. Of course, our weekly features, including Cat of the Week, the Do What We Do segment, also Sweet Talking with Big Papa Sweet, and Cut the Cord all straight ahead, plus our pick six, which is actually a pick eight because unlike – Colorado State's head coach. We go for two. We're going to get eight tonight. Pick eight. Mm. Mm. Let's just go straight to it, man. Piss on this last weekend. I didn't. Want, <laughs> it's a blur. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> since Wes mentioned that, since he mentioned that, our numbers last week, uh, Cord, once again, driving the bus. Four and two <laughs> last week. A year's truly three and three, along with Sweet. Sweet still hanging in there. Um, Trev went two and four, and Wes <laughs> went five. Now, Wes, the the real question is: Was it you or Rance last week? Who you? Where are you laming the blame? Who's it was feet? all my dumbass. But this week, <laughs> this week we're landing on Rance. My boy Rance has got us. I, I'm gonna veto one pick. Okay. And hey, who was your one win this past weekend? So, anyhow, go ahead, JP. Yeah. I'm just wondering, because you, you definitely let us know when you're only lost. So. <laughs> we'll get into that uh, coming up uh, later uh, as well. And a full trip down Alumniville today, so uh, stay tuned for that all coming up. But we want to um, kick things off tonight with uh, winning the tailgate. And, by the way, that, that gator, smoked gator, Trev, I think – I mean, everybody had a little taste, right? Everybody at some point throughout the day was oh, yeah. stopped by the porch. Um, 
That gator, fantastic. I stopped by, I stopped by three times. I was about to say, Bravo. yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, Trevor, I walked in and um, I had a little bit, and by the time he got around from playing darts, he said, man, I got something for you. Got a little uh, gator stuffing. Solid. So man. tell me about this gator stuffing. Can't give no secrets away, man. But it, it, it had cream cheese. I know that. It had a little bacon. That's the base of it. Yep. Yep. So did you cook this in the gator? Slice the tail, fillet the tail, get the tenderloins out, season them up, okay. stuff it, smoke it, wrap it in bacon, let that fat render down. Man. It was solid, man. That's about the highlight of the weekend for the Tennessee Florida game. Outside of Cord been here with us. That's true. That's I was about to say. We'll give it to Cord. Yeah. Hey, I'll give you this, man. Um, Kylie, born and raised down here in Tazana, she was, she was thoroughly impressed. She said, uh, you could come down here and compete a little bit with those cookies. Hey, <laughs> we like that. <laughs> I give it to her, though. At first, I look over there, and I see her face, and she's looking oh. at me like, do you know what the hell you're doing? I was like, just wait. She was just wait. 100% <laughs> judging the entire time. Judging you or the rest of us? Well, no, she was judging Trevor's <laughs> I mean, we had, Oh, okay. We had 12 pounds of shrimp going. We had yep. both pots going. Had to get her in the smoker, and she's like, you you guys don't cook that up here like we do. And I was like, you just wait. It worked out well, though. Worked so, out well. So, Cord, Louisiana approved by the uh, the Cajun gator and, um, and, and the shrimp bowl, right? She did. The only thing she had, she did have one thing to say about the shrimp. She said that you had two different batches. One was spicy and one non-spicy. She we said had, your spicy batch would be a non-spicy down It here. was a non-spicy batch, but it was yeah, for the kids. Louisiana, there, there, there is no kids. other kind, right? But, There's but, spicy and, and then there's and everything rats. else. Well, you got to know the crowd we run around with. Like, we no. could eat, me, Trevor, you, these no, guys, no, we could eat mind. spicy. But that's that's not to take away from the weekend that was. That was a grand old time. Food was phenomenal. Breakfast was phenomenal. Beers were cold and flowing. People were great. Uh, society was wonderful. I, I could go back there all day, every day, every you, time I'm in town. You had a party going on in society here on Friday nights. We, it, it was like a dueling piano bar with the jukebox going back from fight song to fight song. The whole bar was involved. That was a lot of fun. I thought Court threw Court. a hip out there for a second. <laughs> <laughs> here. Was, don't get me wrong. It was oh, a little man. tough waking up out of bed the next morning. But I mean, that wasn't the reason. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be honest, brother. It was, it was one of them. It was a mixture of a lot of things. Hey, he that rolled one of, one of those damn cankles he's got going on. <laughs> I should have wore the high oh, tops man. on Friday night. <laughs> a little extra protection, you know? Oh, that's good stuff. That's a good time. Man. Good stuff. Yep, definitely won the tailgate over the weekend for sure, no matter what happened uh, on the football field. We'll get into what happened on the football field coming up, including we'll start with um, down in Stark Vegas Court. Uh, had the uh, – breakfast with the uh, with the cowbells and uh, the tigers and they got going early and didn't stop your boy looked good lsu you have to be extremely happy court yeah let me start this really quick and i'll get back to the football part we uh found out late friday that greg brooks jr wasn't going to play in that game for a medical emergency um comes out today the the, the young man uh, had a brain tumor removed on friday uh, our starting safety. So I just want to say all thoughts and prayers with him. And sure, his family. man. Damn, absolutely. Better. We always realize it's bigger than football, even though you know we're all fanatics and, and love it. But to the game, yes, JP, that was that was exactly what I wanted to see them do. I don't know what got into Jade in that game, but he just, he wasn't scared. I mean, we had a, a fourth and seven, and just goes to the end zone to Malik, trusting his guys, saying, "My guy's better than your guy." We're going to make this play. And if you don't, then let your defense, who 
Hats off. I called it. I, I, I trashed them weeks ago. The boys played phenomenal football. They played for Greg, it kind of felt like. And, and just all in all, when you go to Starkville and in, in, in an early morning kickoff, could have easily slept, walked through it. Coach Kelly had the boys ready to go, and, and Jaden and Malik, along with lots of others, turned out an extraordinary game. You said it right there, man. Coach Kelly, man, he let, he let his dogs go. He did. He let, he let Daniels have – let Daniels do what Daniels does. You know, he, he ran for two, threw for two, I believe. Is that right? Yeah. I yeah. mean, but him coming out, being able to roll out of the pocket, take those shots downfield, and then still put the ball in his hands and let him make plays, that's what you wanted to see against Florida State. So it's a, it was it was even from a Tennessee fan man that was it was it was fun to watch and it was good to see that should be an omen for you guys moving forward. And on the other side of the ball, it, watching Mississippi State's offense without Mike Leach, man, they Shit. are so conservative and slow, Shameful. and not taking shots, man. It, it it is almost disrespectful to the man's legacy what they are that putting was. out on the field, man. I yeah. I, I, I really hate it. I mean, I felt like they had a good product. Even going to the bowl game after all the, the tragedy and them trying to, you know, dedicate everything, I felt like they, they aired it out and, you know, put up a good name. And it seemed like they still had the cats to do that. And then they get there Saturday, and it was just, I mean, it, it was like watching grass grow. Yep. I mean, it just almost feels like they don't know what the hell they want to do. They don't have an yeah. identity without the Pirate. That's where they're at right now yeah. is they're, they're in that transitional period where – they signed on with their guy. And I think the kids bought into him. They have. You know, he's a defensive guy. They came out, tried to establish the run, played defense, win special teams. But with the guys they have in the system that You're was incorporated struggle. with them, man, you've got to let them go. you got to be able to spread the field. And, you know, that was, that's what the Pirate was great at. He did more with less at every stop he was ever at. Well, it just goes to show you how valuable he was in yeah. calling plays yeah. and just how unique he was, and, and it, you can't duplicate that. Hey, we're down by two touchdowns. It's all right. We'll get it back. Yeah. Now it's like, oh, yeah. shit. You can get it back in a hurry. Yeah, I mean, it, 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 it change, it, I mean your complete game plan changes. Will, Will Rogers has been slinging that thing around for you know, three-plus years now, and then now you – I mean, yeah, how pissed off is that guy? Yeah. I mean, look about, about this. This is how creative Mike Leach is. They're running back this past weekend, caught this first pass. He's now the receiving receptions leader for Mississippi State history. Now, I know state football doesn't have a lot of history, but from the running back, that's what Mike Leach <laughs> yeah. did. Like, their running game was a short passing game. Yep. Yeah, and, and also – going away from that. But look at the records that Will Rogers set last year. Just letting him sling it, letting him do what he does, spreading the field, getting guys open, finding guys open, and playing with a little bit of tempo. Um they slowed it down. They, they're trying to slow it down with this new coach, and it's not playing to their strengths at all. Um, it, they may be in a tough – in for a tough season. Yeah. It's a tough I little agree. slate coming yeah, up for them, too. It's going to take a while to translate to what, he, what he's wanting to get to with this personnel that, that's been there. It's going to take a while. They're going to be patient with him. It's just hard when you got a guy like Will Rogers coming back, that, man. I mean, I that, that is a guy that's, that's in the SEC record books and can go, yeah. and you're just handcuffing him from yep. the get-go. No, I agree. All right, uh, before we get into uh, what happened down in the swamp, an interesting note, uh, a story came out of Yahoo uh, yesterday about the Pac-2, Mountain West, potential uh, relegation and promotion. They are discussing this topic. Now, it's, no, it's nothing new in terms of an idea of potential with football, but it's never gained any traction. But with the dismantling of the Pac-12, now to the Pac-2 and Oregon State and Washington State, 
uh, suing the rest of the schools for the remaining rights to the conference and the brand and the money that goes with it, uh, potentially merging with the Mountain West to create this two-tier league where you can have some promotion and relegation. Uh, what do you guys think about it? It's new. I mean, I, I kind of like it, kind of hate it. I mean, where do, where do you even start? I mean, uh, the first the first question's got to be money. Like, hey, you get That's promoted. Always, I mean, you get promoted to the Pac-2, Pac-12, Pac-15, Pac-10, whatever the fuck it's going to be here in, you know, two years. I mean, are you getting more money for being the better team? or um, uh, That's the question. Yeah, what, what I was reading in today on this thing is that, you know, obviously more money when you're up at the PAC group as opposed to the Mountain West. The thing that the athletic directors have, um, you know, got to get creative with is how do you budget? You got to have a baseline to where these athletic departments can budget depending on whether, because if they get relegated and they're yeah. going to lose three to four million dollars, you got to have a bottom that's line. That's a big deal. Yeah, I mean, you so you got to have, have a bottom, bottom line. line across it. It's just tough. I mean, college football is trending towards super conferences, period. And what they're trying to do, the guys that's going to be left out of that super conference is trying to build something and make something new, make something happen. I don't hate it, but I'm kind of with you on that. It's like, where's that bottom line? Because we all know, I mean, football is what funds every other sport. You know, the issue with, you know, these guys jumping into the Big Ten or the ACC is the the travel and the flight and and the student-athlete part of student-athlete of – what about baseball? What about, you know, basketball, softball, all these other sports? How do you make that work? And I think that's the, kind of the idea behind it of this relegation um, over there with that Pac-2 to Pac-10 to whatever it's going to be. But what's your bottom line? Where do you draw the line mm-hmm. in the dirt? I mean, do you got to schedule teams? Like, I'm, I'm playing baseball. Do you schedule, like, a certain conference game? Like, oh, shit, we got to see how – Football pans out, and we might have a completely different schedule coming here. That's or, my thing. Yeah, I just, I, it's, I just it's don't something. see the logistics there. Man. Yeah. And I didn't get to read the entire article, so it's it's talking about just for the mass pack. Re- reading is hard, Cord. Reading is hard. I like I like books on audio. Okay. Big bad thing. Here, here. Um, Lots so, of pictures. So my thing is, I didn't realize. I thought it was talking about entire college football, which that would be just astronomical and. Really cool, actually. I got a buddy down here that loves the Premier Leagues and the Champions League, and he's always talking and discussing that kind of stuff with me. But I'm, I'm with you, sweet. Like, just the logistics of it with, you know, they don't – we're not run like those, you know, Premier League teams are and they have the money like that with all these college teams. I but, mean, how do you, how, hey, do you, how do you schedule? But, but take, take the money away, that'd be fun as hell to keep up with that every year. Great See, ratings. I mean, like, yeah. I mean, you, every you game figure counts that out? at that yes, point. Yes, yes. Like, you, you – you got to get this win here. I mean, I, we get you that you're two and two up and nine right now, but you got to get the three and nine to stay and stay here. Or you're going down. You know, I, I, that, yeah. that would be that would be phenomenal to follow as a sports fan. For yeah, sure. I mean, it, it, it's hard to get backs up against the wall. See, you know, somebody desperate <laughs> coming out. Hey guys, you know, I know I know we're down bad. We've lost you know ten games this year, but we got to get this one. You know, <laughs> exactly. ten millions on the line. Just, yeah. just to put a bow on this, uh, kind of what they're looking at or, or discussing potentially, at least the article mentioned this, is that about mid-November, uh, about two weeks out, you have a little flex plan. Teams seven and eight, say, in, in, in the pack will play each other. The loser gets relegated, finishes yeah. last, and automatically gets <laughs> relegated. Yeah. Uh, and then you've got two and three at the Mountain West, the lower level, 
um, the winner of that one moves up. The if you win that division, you automatically move up. I think up. the so, winner of it is the teams coming out of the Mountain West. Obviously, I mean, you look at the money that the Pack's mm-hmm. got, how, the money they're going to bring in, just straight revenue from the size of their schools, the teams they play, the non-conference games they play, versus what the Mountain West does. Now, I mean, you've got you know. You went to Boise, right? Yeah. Didn't y'all go to Boise? I mean, you get all these other teams from across the coast coming over there, but it's not a SEC school or an ACC school that's making that leap over there to go play a Mountain West school. You know? Sign me up. I'm here. I would love to watch that. JP, you just sold me. Uh, yeah, it'd be, gr- it'd be great. I mean, I don't have to worry about it with LSU. Uh, it's everybody stuff, else. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah. No, you're about to have two yeah. super conferences. Uh, you're about to have the exactly. big 20 in the SEC that's going to have 20 teams. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'll, all I'll, I'll sit back and I'll enjoy the chaos. How there about you go. that? Yeah. And you guys can go ahead and say, yes, it would be Vanderbilt that would be, that would be playing in that, in that game. Thanks, guys. All right, uh, let's uh, move on. By the way, our, our tailgate menu brought to you, as always, by Society American Nostry. All the best of American Nostry in one place. Food, music, sports. All at Society American Nostry on the downtown square in Lawrenceburg. Don't forget, uh, this Friday night, Tyler Jones Band will be right here on the stage to my left, Trevor's right. Um, and uh, don't forget brunch on Saturday. You guys at brunch? You do brunch, eggs? You guys don't look We've like We've hit it once, once or twice yeah. up here. You can't beat it, man. What Jason, Derek, Trey, and the staff does Good up stuff. here is absolutely phenomenal, Good man. Stuff. doesn't matter what day of week yep. it is. And Saturday night, this here you go. Saturday night, Kendall Franks will be uh, up on the stage here at Society. And then don't forget, you know, it is fair time. Uh, here in uh, Lawrence County in southern middle Tennessee. And so next week, Society is taking over the beer tent on Monday and Tuesday. If you're heading out to the Middle Tennessee District Fair, stop by and uh, see Society at the beer tent out on the Midway. So uh, check them out. Our tailgate menu is always brought to you by Society American Nash. All right, let's, uh, let's rip this Band-Aid off the swamp. Uh, who wants to start off on what they saw Saturday night? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> week fucking four. Here we come. Hey, we ain't living in the past. We're okay, moving well, on to the next. All right, well, well, let me <laughs> next game, you know, build, is, 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 build is, on this week. Is this is this a burn down? Burn down the the whole no. the whole place we're no. talking about, or not or is is this just, just a hiccup? And it, you know, I mean, it's it's not a hiccup because it's Florida. That's the issue. You know, here, here my, Florida, my, right? my problem with looking at the game, went back and watched some of it, too, after the fact. Um, we got outcoached by Sunbet Billy. Point blank period, we did. Um, I thought offense was very conservative. The intensity and the effort on defense was absolutely piss poor, period. I mean, if Kamal hadn't seized important snaps Fire over Burrow, yeah, he, he needs to be on the bench. Give me Ricky Gibson. Give me your boy Jordan Matthews Cord from down in Baton Rouge. Yes, um, you know, my thing was is we come out. Kind of a, uh, you know, get to third down, third down, third down, keep letting Florida pick it up, go down, hold. We go down, we score with about six minutes left. That ball that uh, Joe threw to Keaton, you know, right there, hey, beautiful ball, beautiful catch. Go up 7-0, come back. They score, block the kick. You're still 7-6 after one. I'm like, oh, good, we're going to roll. Right? Yeah, I mean, it's to an extent. My problem is, is that we are very, I say we, Heupel's offense right now with Halsey is not what it was with Golish. You have to trust your guys. You've got to be able to take the shots. One thing that Tennessee's been great at is establishing the run, right? Jalen, Jabari, they can go. We've got to get better in protection. Offensive line's got to be better. We've got to be better in getting the play in. One thing that runs in Heupel offense is tempo, 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 tempo. We're sitting there, cannot get the play in. We have pre-snap penalties. We have uh, – 
after I think two delayed games in the or maybe one right there, you know, in the first half, that's inexcusable in a high ball offense. You know, flip the script right here real quick. You know, you look at the defense tackling was piss poor. Um, defense did do some good things, in my opinion, in a high ball driven offense. Twenty nine should be enough for you to win the game, and the offense did not show up. Defense has to be better. Defense has to be better. You have to tackle. You got to show up intensity. I've seen a lot of things of, oh, Hopple's honeymoon's over. It's over, it's over, blah, blah, blah. You're not burning down Knoxville yet, boys. We're coming off the best year in over 20 years, coming out of it, coming off. You know, you're losing the SEC Offensive Player of the Year. You know, you're losing uh, Tillman, Hyatt, the Blitnikoff winner, um, the number 10 draft pick, Darnell Wright, going to the Bears. You're, you're losing all these guys, and you're hitting reset. But the, the thing is, is having these cats step into that offense and not missing a beat, and I feel like out of – what Halsey's doing, what Golish did a great job is, is he can interchange those guys and still run the same offense. We look very reserved and very cautious. Wes said it. If he said it once, he said it a thousand times on Saturday. We didn't attack the edges. We didn't get it out there. I seen something um, yesterday, man. Over 50% of Joe's passes are behind the line of scrimmage right now. Bullshit. With our run game and what we're able to do with that stable horses back there, we got to take the shots downfield when we, early and often, honestly. Second, short, we take those shots, trust our guys to pick it up. Point blank, period. We did not do that on Saturday. We deserved to lose that game, period. It's not the end of the world, but it was piss poor. Well, I said it last year. Our offense is completely different in away games. I mean, yeah, we played at LSU, put up some good numbers. but I mean, we, we got up on them early, took the crowd out of the game. I mean, you watch the, the Georgia and South Carolina game. When that crowd is loud and you can't, you know, you do your, your, your regular cadence and, the, you know, the offensive line's having to get involved and they're doing a little tap cadence with the guard in the center. You're not getting your jet sweeps. You're not getting your timing. That's taking this out of here. You're taking that out of there. There, there, there is something when we go on the road that is not quite clicking with what Heupel's wanting to do. And, you know, we got to figure it out. How, mu- how much do you think it's the quarterback? You know, you listen, and, man. And how, I mean, how yeah. good you had it last year. You lost. No, you lost. You lost the guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, if he stays healthy, he is top two in the Heisman point blank yeah. period. But you look at what Joe did Saturday night. It's easy to point the finger at the quarterback. It truly is. Joe didn't play a bad game. He had one mistake. He had one big mistake on that pick when Tennessee was driving. He was getting down. He literally it was misprotection on the running back, but he let that ball fly. Uncle Rico went over through that. <laughs> those guys right there. He's got to learn to take that sack right there or throw that ball out of bounds. That was inexcusable. Other than that, I thought Joe played a good game. I hear a lot of people have had a lot of texts, a lot of conversations of Nico this, Nico that. Listen, I'm I'm all up on Nico. But I'm not against it, Wes, but Joe did not lose us that game Saturday. No, I, no, that's what I'm saying. Let him fucking eat. Let him let, let him let him throw the damn ball in the place. Yep. We got our shit kicked in up front. We had like you you hit on too many pre-snap penalties. Defense couldn't fucking tackle. So I mean, it's not, it's not all on Joe, but I do want to see him open Joe up, attack the edges in the run game. Fuck this damn little bullshit of yeah, let's get to the ball real quick and then just yep. run it straight up the gut. Attack the edges and let the offense do what it does. Stretch the defense and make them get them tired. Yep. You get big boys up the middle just leaning on some bitches and making a tackle for a one-yard gain, they can get up from that. Yep. You make you stretch them, make them run 15, 20 yards, that's when the motherfucker gets tired. Yep. Trust and me. you got to do it me, early and often. i got to speak from <laughs> you, experience. you got, you got to get that first down, and you got to get that quick second down. Every every time, yeah, you, you get it. You, they need to establish their, first, their best three plays, come out the gate, get that first down, get going a little bit quicker. Everybody's getting a little bit more tired. 
hit them with that next first down, then you're rolling. But if, if Tennessee has to slow it down, that, that, that offense does not produce. And the thing that goes to the, the connection with Halsey, Heupel, hell, I couldn't tell who was calling the plays because it was so different having Golish there last year compared to what Halsey's doing. Yes, you had Hendon. Hendon did a great job of getting up there, going through his progressions real quick, getting it out to his guy. Joe does not do a bad job of that, but we can't come up there and then let the play clock run down to six seconds and then decide to call, hey, we're going to run an ISO. Yeah. It doesn't work like that at the offense that he runs, period. We've got three guys that can go, and one of them didn't see a snap on Saturday, and that's Sampson. one of my biggest problems with it. Dylan Sampson is one of the most electric guys that Tennessee has on offense, and he's seen zero snaps. I understand the, the issue of saying, hey, okay, well, we were in a tight game, ball didn't fall his way, we called this, we called that. You find a way to get your cats the ball. That's what Golish did a great job of, was spreading the field, extending the field, and creating space with your playmakers. All right. Uh, Cordy could tell it was Florida. Yeah. Yeah, it, that's it, why I just it, said. It, it hurts, it hurts more when it's Florida. Yeah. I can doubt. feel, I I can feel that, and I don't blame you. It's been a long time, and you go in, and you're a favorite, and, and you think, okay, we're, we've arrived, and, and you lose again. So I get it. But everything is still in front of Tennessee. They went out, everything's still in front of them. Because that means you beat Georgia, beat LSU, right? You got LSU again? Not LSU. Not this no, year? No, no. Big no. Um, in Atlanta. No. Well, there you go. But everything's still in front of them. So, hopefully. Season's not over. This, the hill's this, not burning. Hopefully. The hill's not burning. Knoxville's still alive. We're it's, still good. It's good. It's good. Uh, uh, expectations after one year went yeah. back to you where get, it should you, be at all times. You got to build on it. And you got to move build on. on. You got to learn from it. You got to grow from it, and you got to take care of UTSA and get ready for South Carolina. Right. We're gonna find I out will, what the boys I will are made say of. this. This will be my only, and, and that, this is all I wanted to say, Trev. I'm gonna reiterate what you just said. The f-ing expectations are there, and that's how you continue to grow and continue to build on what you guys did last year. Not sitting here talking like I'm from the Big Brother, but I remember growing up. It was what we wanted to be. We had to beat them in 01. We had to beat them in 03. So now I believe Hype was going to get you guys there. Like you said, don't play timid. Let the guys. But now you can see that the expectations are there for y'all, and let's f-ing roll. I mean, I guarantee you, as pissed off as every Tennessee fan is, as Trevor is sitting right here, I feel like that program is sitting there watching film. It is dead quiet, and the coaches are chewing ass right now, just get, dogging people. I hope they were doing I it mean, on the fly. I, huh? I, I mean, I, but but <laughs> we're gonna, I, I, that's what I'm saying we're but, gonna but find you, out what they're made but, of. But yeah. you get that sense with this group. I mean, I, I feel like they're gonna be okay. It's a tough loss, but all in all, it's all I've heard is piss on Hopple, the honeymoon's over, and that's crap, man. What he did last year, what he's done in recruiting, where we're looking at moving forward, we're in good hands. Tennessee is in good hands. Gonna keep recruiting. Gonna keep battling. We got a long season ahead of us. We are right. yeah. gonna be fine. Well, the honeymoon is over just for time purposes, but he, I agree, he's fine. And Florida's better than we thought. Florida's nah. better than we thought. JP, I'm Tennessee lost you, that game. I'm, well, maybe so. Florida's better than we thought. Um, we'll, you'll, you'll, we'll find out throughout the year. I, I think you'll see. Florida's better than we thought. Um, real quickly, because uh, I want to get to our next segment in their picks. Um, Milroy going to be back under center for Alabama as they take Ole Miss. The question is, are they going to try to do the same thing they tried to do against Texas with Milroy, or are they going to shift it up? You hope and you think Saban has the experience to make that change or to facilitate that change. What do you guys expect? You should have never f***ing left. Well, I, think look, I mean, you look at the environment they played in, right, and all this, and, and <laughs> this is what makes me laugh out loud at the whole situation, is Milroy is built 
for exactly what they faced yep. this past Saturday. Porn Rainy, ass, piss ass rain. Let this son, let this boy eat. Let him get a damn little read option. If the, if it's not there, he can run it. He can dump one off. Good Lord Almighty, them them other two from Alabama. That was Alex, a this is Buckner looked it's, terrible. It's unbelievable I, at the drop off. Tried to replace him at Notre Dame multiple times. The kid is trash. Then he turned around and brought him right back in. Heard you say that last week. <laughs> Need to just keep that one in the playbook. Yep. Keep him on the bench. <laughs> All right, we'll we'll get into more about the, their game coming up because uh, that anchors our pick eight this week: Alabama and Ole Miss from Tuscaloosa. Um, of course, the overtime game in Boulder, Colorado, Colorado State. Uh, just a fantastic finish. Exciting. Coach Prime still getting it done for sure. We're going to take a timeout. Speaking about getting it done, when we come back. We'll have our feature segments. Wes's Cat of the Week to do what we do. Sweet talking with Big Papa and cut the cord all straight ahead on Southern Roots Football Show from Southern Roots Radio and live from Society American Oshery on the downtown square in Lawrenceville. Rooted in Americana, Southern Roots Radio showcases the songs, sound, and lifestyle that is uniquely Southern. Southern Roots Radio features the Mealtown sound that connects the storytelling and twang from classic music road, the grit and blues from Beale Street, and the rhythm and soul coming out of the Singing River in Muscle Shoals. In addition to the music and local artists, Southern Roots Radio will highlight lifestyle programs from food, culture, and even sports. Visit SouthernRootsRadio.com to hear the sound and find out how you can listen on your mobile device. Based in Milltown, digging roots across the country and beyond. Southern Roots Radio. Come on in and stay a while. Thank God football is back, right? Hey, this is JP, host of the Southern Roots Football Show. Sometimes the hardest decision is which game to watch. Well, at Society American Oshery on the downtown square in Lawrenceburg, you don't have to worry about that with enough TVs to watch your favorite team wherever they're playing. Now the hardest decision is what to eat and drink. Well, Society's got you covered there, too. And when the game's over, just turn your chair around and take in the best live music in the area. Sports, food, music, the best of American Oshery all in one place. Society American Oshery on the downtown square in Lawrenceburg. Welcome back to Society American Nashery, hosting Southern Roots Football Show. Don't forget, uh, coming up Friday night right here at Society on the stage, Tyler Jones Band. Also, brunch on Saturday afternoon and Saturday night, Kendall Franks will take the stage. And it is the Middle Tennessee District Fair. Starts uh, this weekend. And Monday and Tuesday, Society is commandeering the beer tent. Who knows better than Society on the beer tent? So uh, go check them out uh, on the Midway Society American Noshery, uh, the best of American Noshery all in one place. Um, in case uh, you like to throw a little skin in the game, in particular the group of five, well, the guys that uh, cover it on a week-to-week basis that know all about it can tell us their picks of the week. It's time for the group of five picks of the week on Southern Roots Radio. 
Group of five guys, lock of the week. Presented by Southern Roots. You can download their app for free on, I believe, on Apple and Google apps. Lock of the week. We are going Texas State minus 17 over Nevada. Jeff, do you just think Texas State is just going to score too many points? Nevada's not going to be able to keep up. Is that what we're dealing with here? Yeah, I, Nevada has looked really, really bad the first you know three weeks of the season in Texas State's offense. They put up 77. I know it's against Jackson State. But that is just a ton of points. I, I and they're at home, and and their home crowd has shown up so far this season. I think they continue to show up, and I think they easily cover seventeen and a half. Yeah, T.J. Finley, um, he's been he's been a a savior over there at Texas State. So they they've been looking really good. Underdog of the week, a little in-state rivalry chance for another Power Five win while they're still in the Group of Five. SMU money line plus two hundred five over TCU. That game is in Fort Worth. Be interesting to see what SMU is able to do there. On our over-under pick, we're going to take an over. We've been taking a lot of unders this year. We're going to have a bit of a shootout in Miami. We are taking FIU and Liberty over. I've got it at 52 right now. So we're taking the over on that game. Um I mean, Liberty Liberty might score 52 by themselves. And then FIU's been scoring some points this year, too. So th- we're taking the over on there, root for the points there. So we got Texas State minus 17 over Nevada. We got SMU money line at plus 205 over TCU as our underdog. And then FIU and Liberty over 52 down in Miami. All right. Uh, Trevor, those winners? We're going to find out. I'm such a degenerate. Hey, I like that. Y'all are making notes. You sound low. Every time they do it, I'm like. Yeah. <laughs> I've been watching Cord. This better take notes. notes. Yeah, you no. better take notes. I think they're good stuff, man. <laughs> good podcast. I yeah. love their own location. That's yeah. just cool stuff. Yeah, every Saturday morning. They were at Troy last, last Saturday, and uh, I'm not sure where they're heading this Saturday, but they're getting out every Saturday going to um, to one of these locations, doing a pregame at around 11 a.m. or 10 a.m. in the morning. Uh, leading into it and then hanging out and going to the game. It's a, it's a really cool thing. Group of five guys, check them out on social media. Uh, and they've got some uh, some new merch, groupoffiveguys.com, I believe is their website. You can find the merch, find their podcast uh, every week throughout the year too. They, they move on even through uh, through basketball and baseball season, still talking about oh, the group geez, of five conference. That's good stuff. That's cool. yep. Shit, they got merch. Yeah, <laughs> I know. All right. Hey, right. I say we I mean, all, we're, we're, we're sponsored by the Sweet and Strength Group over here. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Hey, I say we make a gentleman's agreement right now and do that in Atlanta when the Tigers and the Balls play this summer. Do a little pregame show there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, if we're there, we'll do a show. That's what I'm saying. I will. I will. I will. Does it have to be both, or are we talking just one of them? When we're there watching the Tigers play, yeah. Speaking speaking of wild cats, it is time for our cat of the week. Picked off by Wes Brown, and Brown, his final play is his Legion here at home, scores a touchdown. That's the way you finish off senior night if you're Wes Brown. 
We talk about the ultimate motivator. We talk about building a culture. We talk about flipping a roster in a short amount of period of time. Oversell it, over believe it, over cheat. You down skipping. And that's, that's what this guy's got young. going. And these kids will run through a fucking brick wall. And hell, I would too right now. Baka, I'm not going to tell you again. Jinx cannot flush the toilet. He's a cat, for Christ's sake. Yeah! All right, Wes, what do you think of this uh, week? Look here, man. I got three. I'm sorry. I, I couldn't dial it down. That's three? Okay. I, got, I got three. three and cats running everywhere this week. <laughs> Some and people call it a threesome. <laughs> Look here. <laughs> Lord have mercy. Start calling you a cat Let's herder get back now. to the cat of the week. Or the cats of the week. Two of them reside in Baton Rouge. Let's go. Cord. All right. I mean, Jaden Daniels, what he did, how accurate he was, slinging that son bitch all over the field. 30 of 34, Cord. 361. Yeah, two tubbies. That's your completion record for a single game. Malik Neighbors. Mm. Holy hell. 13 catches, 239 yards and two yeah. touchdowns. Absolute yeah. damn stud. But hang on just a second. Let me tell you about the best player in college football right now. It's Michael oh. Penix Woo. out in Washington. The South Paul, baby. The bow is averaging 444 yards a game through three, They're three good. games. They're good. Averaging four touchdown passes a game. He throws for 450 this last week. Where'd he go? He went 37 of, or I'm sorry, 27 of 35 for 473 and four touchdowns. How right. the f- can you read that right? Because <laughs> I'm left-handed, <laughs> fucker. Look here. All I know is That's Michael Penix, like the lefty. <laughs> Malik hey. Neighbors, Jaden hey. Daniels, Michael Penix. I'm Easy Penix. Original, oh, original VFL. Ten, original Michael. Tennessee Vol. Original Penix. Tennessee Vol commit. Bro, I loved your picks, but I just I, I knew you were going with my boy Cord coming down here and then driving home hungover as shit for eight hours after hanging out with the boys. But hey, the thing no, is, he didn't even drive yeah, the first three or four hours. Hey, I'll hundred percent. Kylie got us to Meridian. Hey, coach. Mama Kylie looks at looks at Cord right when they're about to leave and said, "Damn, I knew you were gonna do this." She got us to Meridian. She got us to Meridian. You might could blame that. That's why I love that one. You might could blame that on me since I came so late and kept you up, Gord. Exactly. Oh, 100%. She texted me and said, don't stay out too late. I went in there and said, JP's on the way (laughs) (laughs) with the president. I have to stay outside. 100% Sorry, Kyla. Sorry. Uh, uh, That's what my wife said when we showed up. Is that really drunk guy, your drunk (laughs) internet buddy? (laughs) Drunk internet buddy? buddy? My drunk internet (laughs) buddy is Corey. (laughs) 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 All right. uh, There you go. Good stuff, Wes. Cats. Three of them. Three Three cats. Cats of the week. Meow, meow, meow. We start calling you a cat herder. Some people say that's what I do here I on the show. Sometimes it's hard to pick. You yeah, know what I mean? it is. Hey, that's good. That's three good ones. That's a good one. Listen, I heard neighbors' name more times out of Cord's mouth on Saturday than just about anything hey. else. Rightfully so. He's yeah. No, dude. Hey, every time I look I, up, my, my, the man's running downfield. Fourth wide best open. performance in LSU history. Right? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Cord? Yeah. There you go. So, yeah, second best and a half, too. Second no, best, best and a half. Best and a half. Fourth and a half. All right. Uh, Making up stats now. Yeah. Well, that's nope, that's nope, that's nope. what he does. Me, Speaking bitch. of doing what he does, it's time to do what we do. I kept saying, do what we do. Do what we do. Do what we do. That's why you do what we do. That's why you do what you do. You keep doing what you do. Do what you do. Do what you do. Do what we do. Trust it. Sweet. You are going to either. You're going to love it. You're also going to hate it at the same time. But this is the one and only time that I'm going to pick. 
disposition for the do what we oh. do because these guys have one job. And that is to put the ball through the uprights. <laughs> Missouri <laughs> kickers. Harrison Mavis yes. walking off a 61-yard yes. bomb against the top, what, number ranked 15 Kansas yep. State Wildcats. Booming it. That yes. thing was good through 65, And this was after a, oh, no, uh, no. a delay hey. game. Yep. Basketball, no pressure. Listen, no I, get, I get to looking this guy up, and everybody's like, that's my thicker kicker. That's what they're calling him. Guy weighs 250. <laughs> He's a- out there, no pressure, no nothing. He's got one job. Kickers have one job. Put the ball through the uprights. He steps up. He walks the game off. The do what we do goes to Missouri's kicker. That, that thick nice. three should have been a thick four. <laughs> <laughs> True that. He boomed that son of a bitch. Hey, Look, we were sitting too. there watching that. that. What are they doing? Let's just go to overtime here. And oh, he there was no shot. I I'm thought thinking, we had a more better chance of a kick six. I thought he was going to return it. Like he was going to return it and, and that take son it. of a bitch kept Dude, the trailing. returner, as soon as that ball left, probably oh, halfway to him, his, his shoulder slumped, his head <laughs> goes down, and he just starts walking. <laughs> he knew that Unreal. thing was good. Kudos to my guy, the thicker kicker, man. Do what we do, baby. I, I, I was over here sitting like Trevor's about to shit on somebody on pass protection. <laughs> yeah. You know how hard that is? Do you, do you really know how hard that is? I am backpedaling, and that guy's running full speed at me. Yes. Okay, Trevor. I, we told you Saturday, I just know, I I know your love for kickers, brother. I know how your love for kickers is. Oh, that was good stuff. Okay. All right. We uh, we move along, and uh, it's time to see what Big Papa Sweets got to talk about. Get ready for the bleep. He stole that fucking line from me. I did do that during my college years. I get in a two point stance. I just freaking hurl right in front of the defender. Hey, that goes to your offensive line, that goes to your coaches, that goes to you. Talk Quit to blaming you. everybody else. It is your problem. Everybody grab it out there. Nobody touch it. Kick grab it, everybody. Grab, grab, grab. That is dumb. You look dumb. Hey, I mean, don't hold back, sweet. I mean, Tell me how you really feel. Hey, what, what was his name? It doesn't matter what his name is. <laughs> He's going Every to time. Freaking dogs in the trenches. See, sweet, you are a smart bastard. Uh, <laughs> all right, what does the smart bastard have to say today? Hey, first of all, meeting Cord in real life, I know I got board, board drill unlocked. <laughs> now, now, second of all, I saw his cankles. I can beat him in seven on seven. So now we're going to downgrade. <laughs> JP, you're going to take my spot. I got my money on JP. There you go. Shaking and baking against fucking core. I got some decent ankles. Yeah, I mean, look at them skinny. <laughs> yep. You free sign yep. them up right now. So I'm not worried about core whatsoever in one on one. So, hey. But, hey, can, can we talk about how great college football is right now? Like, here, here. Like, like, like t- tell me about who's the best team, Georgia? I don't know. Texas, great, uh, I think. You know, is Alabama bad? Yeah, they look bad. I don't know. You know, it, it is such a great time. You got Dion in Colorado doing some really good things. You know, I'm getting sentimental. No, fuck all this. Are we going to talk about the goddamn turnover tire in Akron? I am not done with that. That is the dumbest shit I have Michelin ever seen. Man, baby. The Michelin man. <laughs> <laughs> was that the podcast that got deleted? I don't know, but hey, you, I guarantee you didn't pull out them some bitches whenever you're losing Kentucky by 30 points. <laughs> the goddamn turnover tire. <laughs> it makes it concerned. Uh, yeah, 
Yeah, I think it was on that Lost podcast somewhere. I don't know. Good stuff. It was, it was worth hearing again. There you go. It was it worth was it. For sure. It was worth it. The turnover tire. Stay puffed Michelin, man. All right. Um, I'm going to tell you this. Next time K. Hart's pit crew f***s him, I'm going to say, hey, man, fuck that guy from Akron. <laughs> I'm at a loss for words right now. Hey, I know oh, a guy from Akron. <laughs> All right. Um, time to, to try to follow that. Let's uh, let's cut the cord. I tweeted it 17 times. Mama, there goes that man again. Deuce chestnut. Go chestnuts roast on a damn open fire somewhere. It's short yardage. Get your ass under center and play big boy football. Write DBU on a piece of paper. Fold it up, lock it up, and put it away. Because right now, LSU, we are not DBU. Gord, I'm sorry, but you know what they say. You can't spell LSU without the L, baby. I'm a dumbass. <laughs> you can't be that dumb, Gord. I mean, damn, send me that LSU shirt, and I'll wear it. If Gord ain't going to stick up for his boys <laughs> over here. You guys are f***ing me. What's wrong with his What you got for us? Hey, I got to go back one week real quick because this part didn't make it on to the podcast. <laughs> uh, again, my boy Blake is a, uh, an avid listener. He literally got to cut the cord last week on his second child. So congratulations. All right. Cheers. Him and Christine. All right. Uh, let's give our Brian Ferentz update of the week. <laughs> hey. Oh, hey. They Love put it. up four. Yeah, that's deep fake, by the way. They got you on that <laughs> That's still good. Look, and they put up 41 this week, so they are now averaging a whopping 28.3. That a boy, Brian. 3.3 above the average. Holy shit, Wes. That's a field goal and above. Hey, could very easily take the low-hanging fruit right here and do Bama again. Go on my rant again. Could tell you that they lost the three straight years to assistant coaches, and this guy's doing this and this, and they go into – Tampa, Florida, and put on that fucking show. But I'm going to go to what I really hate. How the fuck can you have no artificial noisemakers in your goddamn book that says it, and then you allow them in just for one school so our heads have to ring? I'm sitting there in Tennessee watching the Tigers put an ass whipping on these just toothless. Whatever you want to say. That's weird coming from me, right, guys? Yeah. These guys out of Mississippi State, out of Stark, Vegas, the place that a tornado he went through me and gave us a million dollars worth of upgrades in Starkville. But it's just like, God bless. Why are we allowing these fucking cowbells? They're atrocious. And the, But the best part about them is, is when they leave the game after a loss and they all got them in their back pocket, you can just walk behind them and say, yeah, yeah. Just, cat, just heard the cattle. Worthless bastards. Put <laughs> the damn cowbells in the trash and don't bring them back. Thank you. Cut the cord. I'm out. F-ing cut me off. Cord. Yes. Who's, who's the loneliest man in Mississippi? The f-ing tooth fairy. <laughs> <laughs> and the boy is from Mississippi. <laughs> that shit. That shit. My, my, my CDL says different. <laughs> <laughs> what have I created? Oh, what did I create? Oh. A shit show. All right, yes. All right, well. <laughs> no longer a football podcast. We'll, we'll, we'll continue to step in it when we return. It's our pick six coming up and a trip to Alumniville. It's Southern Roots Football Show, live from Society American Nasri from Southern Roots Radio.
Thank God football is back, right? Hey, this is JP, host of the Southern Roots Football Show. Sometimes the hardest decision is which game to watch. Well, at Society American Oshery on the downtown square in Lawrenceburg, you don't have to worry about that with enough TVs to watch your favorite team wherever they're playing. Now the hardest decision is what to eat and drink. Well, Society's got you covered there, too. And when the game's over, just turn your chair around and take in the best live music in the area. Sports, food, music, the best of American Noshery all in one place. Society American Noshery on the downtown square in Lawrenceburg. Rooted in Americana, Southern Roots Radio showcases the songs, sound, and lifestyle that is uniquely Southern. Southern Roots Radio features the Mealtown sound that connects the storytelling and twang from classic music row, the grit and blues from Beale Street, and the rhythm and soul coming out of the Singing River in Muscle Shoals. In addition to the music and local artists, Southern Roots Radio will highlight lifestyle programs from food, culture, and even sports. Visit southernrootsradio.com to hear the sound and find out how you can listen on your mobile device. Based in Milltown, digging roots across the country and beyond. Southern Roots Radio. Come on in and stay a while. Definitely come on in and stay a while. Don't forget, go to southernrootsradio.com. You got links to uh, our free app in both the Google Play and Apple Store. You just go to your app store. You know where it is on your phone. Whether you got an iPhone or an Android, we've got you covered. The free app, Southern Roots Radio. Find us on your app and download it today. And check out uh, some great uh, Southern-rooted music and content, including this little show we call Southern Roots Football Show. Uh, here's, uh, we throw this out on Saturday morning, get you, get you ready for, uh, for football. JP, yes, what? I'm gonna hijack us real quick before we go to alumni. Come on, that's right with yeah, you, man. Yeah, but let let's spend a quick minute or five. Or five. On Colorado, Colorado State. Yeah, sure. And how that transpired. Okay. Uh, so let's not talk about the game. One, hey, Shador Sanders should be leading the Heisman campaign right now. What he did in that game without Travis Hunter. Dude. Michael Penix. Uh, Penix is right there with him, but what Shador's done consistently is Shador, Shador awesome. should be invited to New he York is, right yes, now. Yep. 1,000%. The second thing is let's talk about the guy, the hit on Hunter. We want to talk about this. Travis Hunter coming up, ball, it, it, it lands out of bounds, bounces back, safety comes up, puts a lick on him, right? Are we talking about this right now if it is not Dion coaching this team? And listen, I'm all in on Dion. Rance, right? You're going to listen to this. I eat my words, what I said on Dion. I'm rolling with it. He is what he is. He's going to be the guy. But right now, are we talking about that if it's not Dion coaching, Travis Hunter, the one getting licked right there? Absolutely not. No. We're not. We're not watching that game. It's, it's literally yeah, there you go. replaying yeah, exactly, everywhere. It's exactly it, Cord. That is family, football. Family, it's family and friends watching. Nobody's yes. watching that yeah. game. Well, Outside of Colorado. We were talking about in the break, you had Blackburn's hit on Travis Hunter, who, you know, through the first Who had weeks. a hell of a game, by the way. Yes. Balled his tail off. Yes. So ESPN's, you know, praising everything Colorado's doing. Blackburn had, had that hit on Travis Hunter. I mean, they were ripping him apart. Then all of a sudden, 
You Shador know, comes Shador. out of nowhere. And, and listen, hey, Shador coming up and, re, you know, getting love in that. dude's I face. Love I love it, too. Listen, yeah, I love it, a, too. But then he turns around two plays later to the defensive, uh, the defensive guy and literally pokes, pokes through his face mask. And it's yeah. on its own camera. They're replaying it, and you don't hear a word about it. Oh, listen, f- dirty's not. dirty. That's what I'm looking at. I think it's football. I think you let it yeah. ride. It shouldn't be made as big as the deal as it is. Kudos to Dion coming out and saying, hey, this kid's trying to ball out, change his life. He made a football play. Travis forgave him. I forgive him. Stick We're up for the on. guy. I mean, yeah. that was a, the, I mean, the bias thing, thing, man. Like, yeah, it's yeah, bullshit. Get the hell it out is. Out That's what I'm saying. Kudos to that kid yeah. trying to play, man. He he was out there. That is, was it uh, Florida, Oklahoma, 08. Oh, Major yeah, right coming Major over. Christ. That ball's two yards out of his grasp. Oh, and that he decleats him. tells you how they the game. What what has college football come to in that manner is what I'm getting at. But but if you if you if you hold up one split second, all of a sudden you're running over there as a safety. Oh, he's about to get you know he, he didn't catch the ball, and all of a sudden he comes down with it and goes for another fifteen. I mean, then, no. then you got it, egg on your face. He could have laid up a little bit, but little it's bit, not a yes. dirty play. That, no. that is my point. It was not a dirty play Did it play deserve a personal foul? Yes. Yeah, probably. That happens. Yeah, 15 yeah. yards, 100%. but did he deserve what he got after? Oh, and then everybody's saying, kick him off, kick him out. No, Shut the kid no. played a hell of a game. And the only reason we're up. talking about it is because of Deion fucking Sanders. And, and it was Travis Hunter, 1,000%. Yeah. I agree with you on Travis that. Travis Hunter's not at Colorado without Deion damn Sanders. Yep. And what they're doing is such – Phenomenal. It, it, hell it's yeah. It's must-watch must TV it is. on Saturday. We're going to tune in at 2.30 on Saturday. You damn and we're going to be locked in. It's I, be I'm great. locked in because I want to see what Dion and these boys are yep. going to do. You but, damn but, right. But it's you can't fun. You can't praise one thing and then yep. discount another one. Yep. I mean, Shador, yeah. when yeah. he poked – when because it, it's, it's blatant. And here's the thing. Yeah. You know, football's dirty. You boys played at the highest level possible. And it's a rivalry and, game. And it, it yeah. is a rivalry game. But, you know, emotions are high. If you're going to throw a flag for one, you got to throw a flag for another. That was a very tight game. And the fact that Shador went out of his way, set there, talk, ran his mouth to that, and then legit poked dude in the eyes. Hey, it was funny, don't get me wrong, but if uh, Blackburns hits 15 yards, Shador should have 15 yards on the, top. The, yeah. That's the, all the I'm Captain saying. Captain Insano. Oh, you beat me to it. Yeah, the water boy, <laughs> Captain Insano, memes were second to nine, though. That was good. All right. <clears throat> All right, JP, I'll let you get so back to the script, bud. You, you, you feel better? You got that off? Yeah, I got, got that, that off my chest. chest. Right. Man, sweet. We had a little conversation okay. about it, Wes. Is his head red right now? Oh. When is it not? When is it not? Yeah. It is glowing a little bit, yeah. He seemed furious. <laughs> yeah, his volume went up a little bit. The, oct- the octave, the pitch went up a little bit, too, yeah. He did like but it needed to be said. Yeah, it did. Like lean toward and everything. I love yeah. it, Trev. Get on Get, get him. Don't, don't get me Sick started. Sick <laughs> All right, uh, let's take a trip to Alumniville. We got a nice little journey, and we'll start with the Fighting Skyhawks. How about putting up 66 against let's Houston, losing our religion, go. Christian? Hey, they're just Houston, you know, community college at this point. <laughs> hey, hey, 700 yards, that's good to see from the boys. Hey, I, I, I'm excited to travel down to Florence uh, this weekend. Yes. Six o'clock you kickoff going, right? at UNA. I'm going, yeah. Atta boy. Atta boy. Uh, that's awesome. I already got ki- uh, tickets. Uh, hey, UNA's got a good ball program, but hey, the Skyhawks are doing some great things, man. I'm excited. Excited to go watch them. All right, that is uh, six o'clock uh, Saturday night down in Florence on ESPN Plus. Uh, UNA, by the way, uh, winners at Tennessee Tech last week, twenty to seven. As UNA coming in two and two, UT Martin at two and one. Kind of a home game 
It's a Sweet. Big, it's a big one, though, you know, Georgia, you know. That's a big one. That yeah, is a, a huge one. one. It's a big huge one. one. Yeah, there we go. It's a big one. All right, uh, let's go. Let's go to the borough. That's Murfreesboro Court, Murfreesboro, Tennessee. And we're the Blue Raiders. Uh, winners last week over um, Ute, uh, so rather Murray State, 35-14. Getting the win column for the Blue Raiders, Trev. And they get none other than Colorado State. By the way, middle is a three-point favorite in this one. It is homecoming Saturday night at 6 o'clock on ESPN+. Plus. Give me the Blue Raiders coming off that emotional game, overtime game. They laid it all out online. Listen, after Norville ran his mouth about the sunglasses and everything else, yep. I would have put the house on them to hang 50 on them. Yep. They played well. They came out. They fought. But they're going to be hungover come this weekend. Blue Raiders going to roll, man. There you go. I like it. I'm with you on that. Uh, I expect, and they beat them last year out in Fort Collins. All right, uh, we switch gears. We stay in the beautiful state of Tennessee and head over to Knoxville as uh, the balls return home after uh, the game of the swamp, and they get UTSA, who's coming off a loss to Army, 37-29 last week, three o'clock Central. That's four, Knoxville Tom West, as you well know, on the SEC Network, Tennessee 21 point fix. Hey, look here, UTSA's played a solid little schedule, and they've been competitive. So the boys better show up and have their shit together and let them get after it. Frank, Har- Frank Harris is supposed to be back. So, I mean, we're going to have to show up and play some ball and let's get ready for conference play because we got a big one following week at home. What to you says that they uh, respond in the proper way? Tackling, owning the line of scrimmage. Okay. I like it. I like it. All right. Uh, we finish up. It is the Battle of the Boot. It is LSU traveling to Arkansas to take on the Hogs. LSU, of course, winners 41-14 against uh, Mississippi State last week. Arkansas falling at home to BYU, 38-31. This is 6 o'clock on ESPN the Fighting Tigers cord 17 and a hook. They are favored on the road. This will be one of those games where Death Valley comes alive. People blow my phone up every day about the tailgate. Tickets is and tickets at like I'm a damn plug or something. But I'll tell you this. Where's this game? Is this in Baton Rouge? It's in Baton Rouge. Oh, man. Baton my apologies, Rouge. guys. Uh, no, no, night, nighttime in Death oh, Valley. Oh, oh. We, all, we, we almost blew it last 40. year. If it wasn't for Harold Perkins against the Razorbacks, we lose that football game without a KJ Jefferson. I'm just, I kind of like how BK's got the guys rolling. So uh, I don't give two shits what Webb just said. I'm actually not listening to him. I'm laying the 17 and a half, and I like the Tigers big in this one. Uh, Jaden continues to climb his way to Atlanta and then on to New York. Let's go Tigers. All right. I said, what, is Perkins going to have three or four picks this week? Because y'all motherfuckers keep driving him back, just dropping him back in coverage. No, he, he, I, I'm still with – I was I was bitching a little bit on Saturday, but they let, it, they let him eat a little bit. He and then he has Just success. a little bit, so though. He should him eat, eat every play, man. Let him He's the that. best edge guy hey. in college football. Well, Make him slap my hands one more uh, time. Excuse me. Come on. Hold on, hold on. Relax there, buddy. <laughs> All Relax, right. clap, man. <laughs> so let me tell you, BK came out and said after Wit after wet, wet Weeks or West Weeks, one of the Weeks brothers, little number 40 I kept telling you about the other day. Yep. And then Greg showed what they did this last weekend. They're going to trust them more. 
Let the guy go after him. Damn, fuck, Skip. Fuck him. Pin fuck his him ears back and somebody. let him go. go. And that's what KJ, they'll, they'll have the read option going and just, I trust, I trust Harold Perkins. Let him eat. Absolutely. Let's go Tigers. All right. Um, real quick before we get into our picks, I want the very first thing that comes to mind. Give me your top four power rankings SEC West right now. Right oh, now. shit. Just oh. what, what pops in? Georgia, okay. LSU. I mean, ah, f- I can't even think Doesn't matter after that. Uh, what do you think, Sweet? That. I mean, you got to throw Alabama to- in there until, I mean, uh, no. otherwise. Uh, Georgia and yeah. LSU and everybody yeah. else right yeah. now. All right. I, mean, that's, that's I, agree, I agree with Wes. It's Georgia head and shoulders above LSU right now. You LSU so, had, had a great weekend. BK decided to actually coach his football team to their streets, and it showed on Saturday, Court did it not. Oh, absolutely. They're one, two absolutely. right now. Court, who's your one? I still don't think you can count on that. It's, it's Georgia, but I but believe it it's, a lot, it's a lot closer than I, than I thought just two weeks ago. Listen, it's, give it's me Georgia, Georgia. They, they get the benefit of But, I mean, if you, if you line them up neutral right now, I, I'd, I'd love to see what the line is, man, and, I, and I'd love to take the Tigers. I think three is <laughs> no, it's plug it's, there, it sucks. It sucks to say this, but uh, I mean, is Ole Miss the third best team in the conference right yeah. now? They're up there. There's going to be my four behind Bama. Here's my thing is I feel like Bama played that whole thing of saying, hey, let me fi- figure out what Buckner and Simpson is. And nobody does that. Nobody has the capability of doing that besides of Nick Saban. They it was trash. They should have. They're not. They're not. Don't they're get not me wrong. just weak. But if Milrow plays, I mean. Wes hit on earlier. If Milrow plays Saturday, they roll down the South Florida. Oh, absolutely. But they're not just weak at the quarterback spot. It, 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 they got some misevaluation or something. Some, I don't know what's going on down there. But it, it, they're not just weak there. Their DBs are. It, it, it's just. It's bad. They. They may lose three or four games this year. Mm-hmm. Right. Three. For, for the record, my number one team, power rankings right right now, your Tigers. They beat a toothless Mississippi State. There you go. They're <laughs> <laughs> losing to a Florida team. Lucky All right, hey, uh, picks last week again. Cord. You lost to a Florida team. Cord, four and two. <laughs> two years in a row. Again. Two years in a row. Sweet and yours truly, three and three. Trev went two and four. West went one and five. Overall rankings looks like this. Sweet. Papa Sweet, he's a daddy, and he, now he knows what the hell he's talking about when it comes to picking football games. He's leading the way at 11 and 8. Cord has moved into burning. second place, tied with West, both 9 and 10. Back to back great weeks by Cord. Uh, the Raging Cajun certainly on fire, getting hot and spicy. Hot and spicy, baby. Uh, Trev at 8 and 11, and uh, Mr. Commodore right here anchoring down, bringing up the rear at 7 and 12. All right, so Cord, once again, you had the best week. You get the tee box. We're going to start out in the Pack 2. It is the Pack 2 Bowl. Guys, the Pac-2 Bowl, 14th ranked Oregon State coming in 3-0 at 21 ranked Washington State, also 3-0. It's a 6 o'clock start on Fox Central Time. All times are always central because that's the best time zone. That's where we live. Oregon State is a three-point favorite in this one. The Pac-2 Bowl, who reigns supreme? Cord, lead us off. I've played a lot of golf in my life, and this may be the first time I've ever gone back-to-back with a T-Box honors. So I, I love this. Uh, Savory. Sweet. Give me the boobers because of their offensive line. DJU has been able to just stand back there and play around with teams because Oregon's offensive line, Oregon State's offensive line has just pushed folks around. 
So give me the Beavers. All right, Corey going with the Beavers. Uh, Trev. I'm going to contradict everything you just said, and I'm going to run with Washington State, take the dogs plus three because of their offensive line, the way they run the football, the way they dominate the time of clock, the way they control the ball, and the way they play defense. Special teams may determine this game. Give me Washington State. All right. Trev going uh, with the home team in Palouse. Sweet. What do you think? All of a sudden, I'm winning, and everybody's talking about fucking offensive lines and shit. That's my stick, guys. Go <laughs> back the fuck off of it, all right? Hey, no, Washington State, hey, they beat Colorado State. Hey, I guarantee if Oregon State was playing Colorado, that spread would be a lot different right now. Washington State took care of Colorado State, 50-24. to 24. They also beat uh, Wisconsin. Hey, Cougars are coming underneath the radar. I fucking like Washington State right now. Let's All go, Trev. Right, sweet going with the Cougs. All right, so, uh, Wes. All right, or I Rance. Made, yeah, I made mention. These are Rance's pick, and I got one veto, and it just happens to be the very last one. Okay. So, Rance. So this is a Rance. And I don't hate it. I like, Rance likes Washington State. Fuck it. Y'all like Washington State? Uh, Me and Rance like Washington bad. State. Is that, Please, go with the Cougs. is that what your Please. team is going with? Washington State? Washington State. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I like the home team too. I like the home team, Washington State the Cougars. Love it. Man. I, I, I hate to agree I with Cord, but Oregon State does have some dogs up front though. DJ Ui Ungalale. Say that again. Behind uh, center. Yeah, under center. No, the former Clemson guy. No, yeah. Nobody cares That's about the quarterback up front and five guys. <laughs> hey, they got a great power running game. Yeah, right. Clemson State. had a great offensive line, too, and you see what DJ did. All, All, right. Right. All right, guys. Hey, we're going to stay in the Pac 12 because, you know, Pac 12, by far the best conference this year so far. Can anybody argue that? Solid. No, it nobody solid. can argue that. Top I didn't think so. All right, so we're going to stay in the Pac 12. We got three head to head ranked matchups. We're picking two of them. And our second one, Coach Prime and the Buffs of Colorado, 19th ranked now in the country. They head to uh, Eugene to take on the Ducks of Oregon. 10th ranked now, and Bo Nix, former Auburn quarterback. And how about this number? Three tutties, 21 flats. The Ducks are favorite at home in Eugene over Coach Prime. Trev, you lead us off. What do you think? I said week one, I was not. I said week two after week one, I was not going to go against Prime again. Here's my thing. 21 is a lot of points. Lot. You look at what Bo Nix, Dan Lanning has done in the off with that offense. They're running. They're doing what they do up there in Eugene. But do even with Travis Hunter out, do not count out the buffs. It's going to be a close game. Shador, Bo Nix, and Michael Peanuts, Wes's boy, Pac-12. Three guys in the Heisman race right there. Pac-12's rolling. Give me Colorado. Colorado to cover for Trev. All right, sweet. Hey, I, I'm just going to echo what Trevor said. Hey, uh, 21's a lot of points. Colorado's out here playing with a lot of attitude. Hey, you just got Dion, you know, some more firepower being 21 dogs right here. Oregon is supposed to win big, but, I mean, even if Colorado comes up short, I see him covering. I'm taking Colorado. All right, sweet going with the buffs. Wes. Trevor said it. At this point right now, you cannot bet against Deion Sanders and getting a team ready to freaking play. Like his his kids oversell it, over believe it, believe it, overachieve it. Oversell it, over believe it, overachieve it. That's it what works, the boys are boys. doing. It's gonna be a hostile environment. I think Oregon wins. Colorado covers. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, how can you go against Coach Prime? He's proven this now three weeks in a row that that he can get it done. Now they didn't cover last week against Colorado State. 
Um, but that was a big spread, too. Um, I think if, if we had picked that game last week, I think several of us would have gone with Colorado State. It's a rivalry game. 23 and a half points was a lot. Right? Then you throw in the coach's comments yeah. and everything else, the extra motivation, yeah. for sure. But I, I think I think 21 points, I think the talent on the field for Colorado is too much. I don't think Oregon is that much better. And so I like uh, Colorado to cover. But Oregon, I think, does win by double digits. What do you think there, uh, Gord? All I got to is when the roosters are crowed and the cows are spinning circles in the pasture, the ducks fly together. <laughs> give me the Oregon ducks, baby. Let me 21 and give me the ducks. I'm by myself, two picks in a row. I'm starting 2-0. and I love it, baby. Right where you want to be, isn't it? It's right sure. where you want to be. All right, uh, we head to uh, 11 a.m. Central kickoff. It is a noon kick in uh, the other Death Valley of Clemson. And Howard's Rock, though. It's a cool spot, though. Um, number four ranked Florida State after their narrow defeat at uh, Chestnut Hill against Boston College. They come in undefeated 3-0, taking on 2-1 Clemson. Unranked Florida State, two-and-a-half-point favorites, 11 a.m. on ABC. Sweet, lead us off. Uh, I mean, it looks like uh, Florida State's quarterback got hurt a little bit, but he ended up coming back into the game. Uh It's just hard for me to pick Clemson right now. I'm going to go Florida State. All right. Sweet going with the Knowles. Wes? Look here. I'm looking for a big bounce back, you know, at the way Clemson started. And Dabo gets his shit kicked in. And Florida State covers. He picks their ass. (laughs) Yeah, I I think Florida State's got – Tricked y'all motherfuckers there, huh? (laughs) You proud of that? (laughs) I'm proud of that. No, she was – I was I was interested in it. I was I was ready to hear the rhyme and reason behind that. Right there. Florida State's good, man. Let and me then, just make sure. Who are you going with again? I was trying to throw y'all off. Uh, you did, Davo you, Sweeney and the Clemson Tigers are going the opposite direction, man. I'm going yeah. Florida State. Okay, all right. Just making sure I had that right. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, Florida State's <laughs> got too much talent. They uh, two and a half is an easy number. That's a field goal game. I like Florida State to win this one. Court. Do it, Court. Yeah. Last week was just the ultimate look-ahead spot for, yep. for the Florida State Seminoles. I, I, I still think they're the best team in the country right now. Even the Seminoles landing two and a half, mm-hmm. I don't think it's even close to that. I couldn't believe this line when I first seen it. I think it started at four and a half, and then it's worked its way back down to two and a half. Listen, what Clemson's got going on right they have a lot of locker room issues. They have issues at quarterback position. They have issues on the offensive line. The defensive unit is a problem right now. What Jordan Travis and Keon Coleman and company is about to do to Clemson does not warrant two and a half. Lay the house on Florida State. Lay the house. Knowles. Just clean sweep. And we're going to sweep that, the Knowles, uh, to get a win in Clemson Saturday at uh, noon local kickoff, 11 a.m. on ABC. All right, uh, we continue outside of the Southeastern Conference. That's how good the weekend is in college football and maybe the uh, premier game of the week, at least game day thinks so. Uh, Number six, Ohio State. The Buckeyes travel to South Bend, Indiana, take on the Irish 4-0, number nine ranked in the country, and the Buckeyes are a three-point favorite in South Bend. This is a 6.30 kick central on NBC. It is, let's see, one, two, three, West. It is to you. I can't wait to watch this game first yeah, off. Right? This is two premier programs, two huge names. Notre Dame at night, 
this is going to be a fun one to watch. But I, I'm just going back to who I think's been there, done that. Or who Rance thinks has been there, done that. Ooh. No, I, I, I'm oh. still – I agree oh. with Rance here. I agree with Rance here. Me and Rance are going to Ohio State. They've been there, done that. They're battle-tested. Marvin Harrison, Jr. I'm going to Ohio State. All right, Wes with the Buckeyes. Uh, you know, I think uh, Hartman is the difference here, and I think because of that, Notre Dame is ready. Um, Trev's love affair with Marcus Freeman is uh, is going to just uh, be an overload on Saturday night, and that's going to be fun to watch. So I like uh, Notre Dame uh, to win this one and to cover by three. I'm going with the Irish. Court? Yeah, I hate to even do this. I just don't trust Kyle McCord. I just – I got to go Notre Dame. Give me the three, Notre Dame. Why do you hate to do that? Because I know what's coming Because right I picked it? Here. No. No, because no, the Marcus Freeman right talk. No, I'm just saying. All right, let's go I mean, ahead. I'm going to jump into it. I'm going to cut you off. I'm going to jump into it. Listen, yeah, week one, it. I'm sick. I got to go back listen to the episode, and all I hear is this just shit fest on Marcus Freeman. <laughs> what Marcus Freeman did, he's, he's not ready for the Notre Dame job. He's not going to win the big game. At Notre Dame, you know who else didn't win the big game? Why at the Notre hell are you Dame? looking at me it's and say that? It, was it's Brian Kelly, your boy <laughs> BK. All I'm saying is, I didn't get to say that week one. And I'm gonna get to my picks, but I want you to know, Marcus Freeman's there. Marcus Freeman's a guy. He's got these boys ready. Listen, it's plus three right there. The difference, the difference in this game is gonna be Joel, the offensive line, sweet. I'm gonna hit on that old line again. The big boys up front, the three horses they got in the stable, they're going to be able to run the ball. Sam Hartman will be able to stretch the field off them establishing the run. Notre Dame does not only cover plus three, they're going to win this football game. There you go. Hell, hell to another day. Sweet. What do you think? I, I mean, I, I like everything that Trevor said, but I'm going to take Ohio State right here. I, I'm agreeing with Wes a little bit more than Trevor. I mean, uh, the Ohio State defense, they haven't got much of a pass rush. I think they only have five sacks on the year so far. They haven't that many turnovers. I mean, you're winning ball games. You're not getting turnovers. You're not getting sacks. Yeah, you're going against a good offensive line, but, you know, I, I feel like Ohio State might have a good bounce back right here on the defensive side. All right. Uh, it's going to be a fun one to watch for sure. All right, uh, let's head into the Southeastern Conference. Mississippi State 2-1 to one. after their first loss at home. They travel to uh, Columbia, Missouri, take on South Carolina, 1-2. and two. And this is 6.30 Saturday night on the SEC Network. The Gamecocks, six-and-a-half-point favorites at home against Mississippi State. It is uh, my turn. And uh, after what we saw, uh, Mississippi State's offense – uh, I just I don't I don't think they they've got enough and, and South Carolina's always better than what people give them credit for at least in my mind I like the Gamecocks to cover that one, Gord. Yeah, this line looks really really low to me. I mean, I just I, I, Mississippi State is in shambles right now, and I get could be a letdown spot for the Gamecocks, but I just I mean Spencer Rattler is gonna feast on that defense too. Give me give me the Gamecocks, lay the six and a half. All right, Trev. Six and a half. I'm not going to say it's too low. It's just both teams are terrible. I mean, Radler, South Carolina's not what we thought they would be coming into this year with the transfer portal halls they got, the recruiting class they got. The thing that we hit on it earlier, man, is what Mississippi State's doing on offense without the Pirate. It's just not there, man. I feel for Will Rogers. They're not going to be able to score points against the South Carolina defense. Give me Spencer Radler in South Carolina. Wow, Trev going with the Gamecocks. 
I think he said last week he'd never do that, right? Yeah, I just ate my words. Yeah. Sweet, what do you think? I, I have it wrote down right here. R.I.P. Leach, MSU is too conservative. Give me South Carolina. There you go. <laughs> he has notes, and he can read them, unlike Wes, <laughs> with his left-hand writing. Uh, speaking of Wes, who do you like? the chickens and give me the yeah. chickens. <laughs> I'm going to take the chickens. Give them the oh, – oh, Look, whoa. I, 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 whoa. How can you Double pick Mississippi tundra. State? How was that they conversation? How can you pick Mississippi State after watching that shit show in start of last hey, last week? Uh, what we down, know, they get down here, early. It's, South Carolina's competitive with Georgia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they were. They're going to score points. They're Prince Rattler apparently is. Come on. Yeah, and it's they are serving snowballs in hell right now. Okay, if you go back to last year, I said no. That's Rant's pick. Remember, it's Rant's pick. He he is in on it because he has said. Last year and this year, that he will he never, never pick. Ever. The no, so well, this is, this is the most f***ing intimidating place exactly. to play at night <laughs> compared to what I said <laughs> last year. They, they got their techno this music. This is more than just about what Mississippi State is. It's more than what Mississippi State is. They got the chicken breaking out of f***ing jail at midfield. Jesus Christ, how intimidating is that? F***ing chickens. Give them the cocks. There we go. All right, everybody, Sorry. everybody, um, uh, yeah, with South Carolina. Uh, all right, uh, let's uh, move on. Kentucky and Vanderbilt, this game in Nashville, and uh, Kentucky coming in 3-0. and uh, Vandy 2-2, and Kentucky 13 and a hook uh, favored in this one, 11 o'clock on the SEC Network. Cord, lead us off on this one. Kentucky at Vandy, 13 and a half. Fool me once, it's on you. Fool me twice, it's me. I, I, I can't. I can't take Vandy after what they did last week with UNLV. Give me, give me the Wildcats of Kentucky. My lay of the 13 and a half. Sorry, Jake. No apologies necessary on that one. Trip. I'm still not behind O'Leary and Kentucky and what they're doing. Uh, Vandy's going to settle in a little bit. They're going to be able to establish what they do on offense, play a little defense. If they can contain Barry on Brown on special teams, punting the ball, and on kickoffs, Vanderbilt covers. Give me the doors. Oh, boy, Trev. Not giving up faith yet. Sweet. Hey, give me Vanderbilt. I cannot take Kentucky that only beats the Akron turnover tires <laughs> by 32 <laughs> points. We're going Vandy to cover. That's a good That's a good reason. I like it. All right, Wes, what do you think? Vandy bounces back. Just Vandy at home. Clean, sweet. Love that. Oh, um, on, you guys have a ton of faith in this uh, Vanderbilt team. Uh, you know, I, after the loss to Wake Forest, you know, people were asking the, the Vandy players and the coach, are, are you guys worried? Are you concerned? No, we're not concerned. No, we're, we just, we're going to get it straightened out. Well, they did it again out in Vegas, UNLV. Kicker. It's across uh, the entire country. Yeah. This is different. Yeah. It's different. Yeah. The, the kicker suite did us in uh, it for you. at UNLV. Um. I'm concerned. I'm concerned. <laughs> wow, that's impressive. I am concerned. Um, Don't do it. Ray, Don't you Ray, do it. Ray I knew Davis. you were blue for a reason. Ray, Ray Davis, right? Former Vandy guy last year, leading rusher. He's, he's taking, in Lexington. Yeah. Taking the cats. And he he's playing well. You think he's going to be uh, ready to go? Um Dude, ride with your boy Clark Lee as a defensive coach. They're going to have a great week of prep. They're going to cover 13 and a half, and they're going to have a chance to win this ballgame, JP. Come on, baby. 
That's why you guys are friends, because I, I was about to pick Kentucky. I, I can't do it. I would kill myself. Hey, there we go. All right. Three, three All right. this week. Oh, and five, everybody. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I would regret that. All right, we move on. Auburn, 3-0 at Texas A&M, 2-1. Uh, this is 11 a.m. kickoff uh, down in College Station. Uh, the Aggies, seven-and-a-half-point favorites in this one. And, uh, Trev, we start with you. Man, I watched – I haven't watched a lot of either one of them. I watched the Miami A&M game, and I'm just not sold on what's happening down there in College Station. Um, Hugh Freeze is going to get the boys right. Seven and a half. May not win the game, but they're going to cover. Give me Ole Miss. Or Auburn. Auburn? Oh, wrong. Well, the other – time. Uh, Hugh Freeze. <laughs> Auburn. <laughs> a couple years late on that one. True. <laughs> Give me Liberty. Sweet, what are you thinking? Hey, I, I know A&M's at home, but, you know, the Aggies haven't had many uh, positive other than this damn recruiting class I keep hearing about, and they have not showed up on the field. Give me Auburn. Okay. Sweet going with the Tigers. The Plains Tigers, court. Wes? Man rats are buying the Hugh Freeze hot. <laughs> are you really? Yeah, fuck yeah. I mean, it's we're there. clearly it's picking there for It's, the it's there, man. and they're 3-0. Why not? Okay. And Texas right. A&M at 11 o'clock, look, I mean, Auburn comes in and steals one. Question is, will, it, will, will A&M, will the cadets be up from their midnight yell practice by that Jesus, point? What a what? weird Good question. Yeah. I mean, um, God. However. We could have a sex <laughs> However. No, you don't want to. We'd be canceled like a motherfucker. <laughs> 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 they wouldn't let me on the dog cut my ass off real quick. <laughs> um, uh, was it Wegner? Wegner, is that his name, the Wegner. quarterback? Yep. Yep. Uh, I think he has a. I think he has a hell of a game in this one. Um, I don't know. I, I think Aiden bounces back. I'm going with the Aggies. I like the Aggies to cover here. Cord. Weird place. Come to on. Play, man. Weird place to play. Man, I just. I, this is exactly. probably honestly, honestly my toughest game to pick of the week. But I'm gonna go with the Aggies. I'll let seven and a half. Damn, Cord. Yeah, I know. I'm not giving you this one by yourself. Uh, hey, you'll get a win with me right here. Yeah. Just laughing at everybody else. <laughs> yeah, I'll call you and tell you about it, too. All right. Uh, and finally, finally, in our pick eight, because we go for two, Cord. This week we're going for two, unlike Colorado State's head coach. All right, uh, so we've got Ole Miss, 15th ranked, the Rebels, and Lane Kiffin, 3-0. and Um getting uh, a mole inside Alabama's coaching staff, apparently getting some information. Uh, take it on 13th ranked Alabama, two and one. This is in Tuscaloosa, it is 2.30, it is CBS. Alabama is favored, but only by 6.5, six and a half points. The spread on this one, Alabama favored, as Ole Miss comes into town. Milroy back at quarterback for the Tide. Sweet, lead us off on this one. I mean, I feel like if this was two weeks ago, it would be an easy choice. Everybody just hammered down on Alabama. You know, I kind of like the spot with, you know, Lane Kiffin and everything. I'm going to take Ole Miss. Ooh, Ole Miss okay. to cover. Do they win? It don't matter. Cover. <laughs> That's where the money is, JP. Touche. We're picking against the spread. That's fair enough. All right, Wes, what do you think? This is the one I had to veto. This is the one you vetoed? This is the one I wanted to veto okay. because I played for him. 
I'll do a I capital know, W on this one. Yeah. I know what Lane Kiffin can do with his players. I know what he can do offensively, and he's got some weapons. I, I'm looking for Ole Miss to go down there and not only cover it, but I think Ole Miss goes in Tuscaloosa and wins the game. And you know – okay. And, and you know firsthand. I, I, well, I've seen uh, him firsthand. He gets the most out of his guys. For, for, he circles this one. He wants yep. to beat Saban so damn bad he can't damn stand it. Did you see the comments speaking on it about Kiffin coming out and talking about the defense coordinator, coordinator. how Stills not doing it and said, he, hey, it doesn't like Stills there. That's, He's that's not the, the one yeah. that showed. Uh-huh. Um, I, I, just, I love the swagger that he brings, and he put he instills it in his players, man. And I've seen it firsthand. That's why I, that's why I like Ole Miss. And as much as he shit talks, he backs it up. You damn right he does. Fifty percent of the time, it works every time. <laughs> <laughs> Wes, this is twice tonight that you have um, you have swayed my pick. Twice. Let me take that back. Let me take that back. Once. Rance, Rance swayed me on the other one. You swayed me on this one. I was going to go with Alabama because I, I was. Hey, I was, I'm going to be honest with you. Rance picked Kentucky. I, know, I don't know. There you go. Uh, that's two I vetoed. Uh, you know, I was going to go with, with Alabama because, you know, when anytime people pick Nick Saban back against the wall, they got Milroy in here. His history says that they can figure it out and then get a win at home. Um, a touchdown, but oh, Kiffin is good in these games. And you know. First hand, first hand. He knows. First hand. I gotta I gotta ride with Wes on this one. I'll go with the Rebs to cover. No, I'm not gonna I don't think they win, but I, I think the Rebs may cover, so that's what I gotta go with. All right, Cord. Speaking of Lane, oh, trash man. talking pettiness. Did y'all see he, he tweeted the Taylor Swift video of uh, was it <laughs> Castle Clouds or Burning Castles or whatever? You got to read the fucking lyrics. I mean, it is speaking directly into Tuscaloosa. Is there any way both these teams can lose? <laughs> if that's not possible, give me Lane Kiffin. Hey. Give me the Rebels. Wow. Cover the six and a half. Not only cover the six and a half. They pull off the upset, mm. and it's going to be a showdown next week in yes, Oxford. Yes, sir. LSU, Ole Miss, pretty much for the Western title. Yep. Give me the Rebels. This That hurts my heart more than anything in the world. If that, ha- if that happens and LSU gets the boot Saturday, then, uh, hell, that might be game day back in Oxford. It, as it should be. It yeah. should be, yeah. That's, that's a big-ass big game. It's yeah. a big uh, game. All right, Trev. Let's bring out the brooms, boys. Oh, I mean, you look at what oh, Ole Miss wow. is rocking on. I mean, you look at, I said it, I mean, listen, you look at – I said it last week. Quinshawn Jenkins is a game changer, guys. Alabama does not have their identity figured out. They don't have the most important part of the field figured out right now, much less their DB scored, the defensive line. <laughs> they're, they're struggling. They're struggling. This is not – Nick Saban of old. Give me Ole Miss to cover that six and a half. And I'm with you, boys. I think Lane Kiffin comes in there. Get these boys riled up. Mm. They pull out the first victory since Mo Wallace came in there and did it back in, what, 2014, 15? Yep. Yep. Give me Ole Miss. Give me the Reds. And when that happens, I'm, I need the Bama boosters to start piling up the money for the buyout. Man. The buyout. <laughs> like, he's Can done. Not. He's Wait, done, guys. Forward. He's done. Oh, good Fire him. Oh, man. 
And then I'll take him as a DC anytime he wants to come home. Two weeks ago, we were talking. <laughs> two weeks ago, we we're talking about how we're not gonna bet against a Nick Saban team at home. Oh, I said it. Look at how it changes. Look, hey, hey, look at the continuity of what he did. Don't take. But now I've watched it. I've got three weeks of watching that. I'm shit with now. you, brother. They're not good. I'm They're with bad. you. Lane Kiffin and the Ole Miss Rebels have the two quarterbacks in this football game. They have have the stables, and West said it best. Ole Miss. They're going to be riled up. They're going to be ready to rock in an, in a very big environment on the road. They're going to come away with it, man. It's going to be different. All right. We're so, all wearing clown noses next. Uh, no kidding. <laughs> no kidding. All right. So there are two games that we get a – excuse me. There are three that we get a sweep on. Ole Miss over Alabama, South Carolina over Mississippi State, and Florida State at Clemson. Cord riding solo on the Beavers of Oregon State and the Ducks of Oregon – uh, you got a house up in uh, Oregon we don't know about, Cord? Shit, yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Northwestern women. And, <laughs> and all natural. And he's riding, riding with the <laughs> – wow. And he's riding with the big blue of Kentucky against um, the Commodores. He's the lone um, dissenter there. All right, uh, so let's, uh, let's figure out what we learned. Sweet, we'll start with you. What did you learn today? I, you know, screw today. I learned I can beat Cord in seven on seven this weekend. That's and all that freaking well, matters. We already knew board drill, but seven on seven <laughs> for sure. And probably anything else you want to pick. No, up, it, it's been a great week of football, man. I, I, I'm glad football is getting a little shake up. You got you got something new going on in Colorado that's getting all the hype on the TV. But you, I mean, you got. Hell, we were talking about Washington State and Oregon State being a great football game this week. I mean, football is awesome right now. Across the board. There you go. Wes, what do you like? I echo the same thing, man. I look down these picks that we've got, and it is across from 11 o'clock till nighttime. we got freaking games all over the place. And it's, it's college football is back. I wish we played 365 damn days a year, man. It would be a lot of fun. Court, what did you learn tonight? That uh, Wes only cooked one gator because by the time it was done, I definitely saw two gators out there. The <laughs> I would tell you this. I, I tru- no, no, I, and, I, and I, I feel like I get a little thankful every at the end of every show. But, man, you guys showed all the hospitality this past weekend. Uh, all the people in the society, my boy Jay up there doing all that, I'm still going to send him that neon up. I had a f***ing blast this weekend watching college football. Going to have some more fun. Watching college football and texting and talking shit to you guys like normal again. But thank you guys again for the hospitality. I had a f***ing best. Uh, don't, don't be a stranger, uh, for sure. Uh, Trev, what'd you learn tonight? I'll echo it all, man. Cord, so glad you came up. We had a huge time. Um, hard to believe it's week four, man. Best sport in the world right here, college football. No question about that. No question about that. It is here week four, and uh, we appreciate you hanging out with us here on the Southern Roots Football Show, a little extended version. You know what? It's all about balance. I shortchanged everybody last week, so I thought we'd get back a little bit this week. Pick eight. We went for two, and uh, Cord, I think we got it. We're good. Get the cord, huh? We're good, yes. The red button is lit up, so. Control, alt, delete. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Nah, just turn the mother off and yeah. turn it back on. <laughs> Blowing the game like that. Um, for, for Malik Neighbors' uh, cousin, Cord, for Trev, for Big Sweet, Papa Sweet, leading the charge in our picks. Hell's um, freezing over. Wes Brown, who is uh, my Commodore man, keeping me straight. I'm Jack Plant. Saying, with him. 
so long from Society American Nashery in beautiful downtown Lawrenceburg. We'll talk to you next week. Hey, we're on Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts. We're everywhere now, folks. We're everywhere, Cord. We're everywhere. Check us out on the fucking moon if you want to. There you go. (laughs) All right. Like, comment, subscribe. Leave us a five-star rating with a review. That's right. All I don't even give a shit if you like it. Subscribe, up, subscribe right? to my YouTube channel. <laughs> I might take my shirt off. Oh, God. Oh. <laughs> All right. Peace. Y'all See you next week. Be good. Later, boy. Deuces.